0: You're listening to the Daily Missioner Podcast with Benedict. We're just starting the fifth chapter of marcel Chéni, and it looks as though we're going to change topic radically because we're going to touch on a, on Kerem Revi, the fourth year vineyard, which is a subject which is really related to Orla. And it's puzzling. I mean, you might think perhaps this chapter has been tacked on randomly to the end of the Masechet of Maser Sheni, but I hope we'll see in a minute, in fact, that this chapter fits very neatly into Maser Sheni. And what I'd like to do today is first of all, just to look at the Pesukim, which from which the Halachot are derived. And then maybe we'll just look at two of the Mishnayot at the beginning of the chapter, just to get a sense as to the how the halacha is developing. And the Pesukim that we're going to look at, in order to introduce the topic of Kerem Rav'i, are from the Sedra of Kudoshim. So we're in Kudoshim, we're in the area of Kudoshim, and you remember that the Sedra of Kudoshim deals with all kinds of different Kudushah between mitzvot ben Adam l'chaberot and mitzvot ben Adam l'ashem, l'shamayim. And one of the mitzvot, is that when you enter the land you keep its fruit as or for three years? Orla is to do with being uncircumcised. It's difficult to translate. I haven't tried to translate it here, but the Pasuk says Vikitavo elharets when you plant any fruit tree and the arlatem or la toaral tem orlato et pri Et period, shalosh shanim, ye arelim lo yachel. The fruit is orlah for three years, it can't be eaten. And we know this halacha, we know this halacha. But then the pasukim continue, uvashana harivit in the fourth year. This is really important. Ye kol period kodesh. All the fruit is holy. This might remind us, by the way, about the law of Maser the Maser Sheini is also Kodesh and this is Hilulim Lashem, rejoicing for the Lord. And then in the fifth year you can eat whatever you like. Rashi says there, Rashi comments and he's quoting the Gemara in Brachot. He says when, when the text says Kol Piriot Kodesh, ku Maser this is like Maser Sheini Shekatuv Bork, Vichol Aretz, etc. is Kodesh Lashem. So there's a word play between Kodesh and Kodesh in Vayikra 20 at the end of um, B'chukotai, at the, end, at the end of um, uh, B'chukotai, where we learn the Halachot of Maser Sheni, and here in Kadoshim, where we're learning the Halachot of the, the vineyard in the fourth year. And Rashi then goes on to say that um, just as the second tithe must not be eaten outside the walls of Jerusalem except if it's been redeemed, so too with this. And we take it, we take it for rejoicing before God. That means that you actually pick it up and you take it to, you take it there, you take it there to praise and to rejoice to the heavens. So in other words, the produce of the fourth year is holy and it is taken up to Jerusalem just like Maser sheni. So we can see now why the halachot of the fourth year vineyard kerim revi are tacked on, if you like, as an extra chapter to the chapters of the tractate of Maser Sheni. We treat them in the same kind of way. They can be redeemed, and they must be brought to Jerusalem. And now we'll see the principles in the Mishnah. Kerim revi, a vineyard in its fourth year. I've called it mutzainin utzor. We mark it out we can mark it out with clods of earth and then if it's orla first three years we mark it out with pot shards and if it's got graves in it we mark it out with lime we mix it up in water and we dissolve it rabbi shimon ben gamliel says when does this apply now he's talking by the way about kerem he says it applies in the seventh year for some reason we don't need to do it in the other years and we'll find out a little bit more about that let's let's come back to that question and then the mishnah continues people who are conscientious these are the people who are tsanua tsanua in the mishnah doesn't mean people who wore long skirts Sanua in the Mishnah means people who are careful and modest about their behavior completely different from the meaning given in by kind of certain Haredi rabbis it means people who are careful about their behavior they had snuim people who are careful would put aside money and they would say this money is set aside and any fruit that someone gathers that means someone steals from this vineyard may be exchanged for this money so in other words they arrange that even if someone does steal fruit from the vineyard they're not guilty of transgressing the laws of the fourth year because that fruit as they steal it is already being if you like it's been pre-redeemed for money as fruit is stolen the money is sort of gradually converted into um, money that's been exchanged for fourth year vineyard produce now why does this only apply in the seventh year well remember in the seventh year the vineyard is hefker; it's ownliness so anybody anybody can just come in and take the fruit so in the fourth year if anybody can walk in and take the fruit you have to mark it out and let them know that it's a fourth year vineyard otherwise they made up they might unwittingly transgress in the other years, well, it's not really permitted just to walk into someone's vineyard and take all the fruit. And there's an acid comment in the Gemara in Kam which I couldn't resist bringing you. Because it, it, it sort of this really explains Rabbi, and this 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 really explains Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel when he says, oh, yeah, we only have to mark it out in the seventh year. Aval Bashar Shnei in the other years. Bishar In the other years of the seven, halitehu In the other years of the cycle, we just stuff it down the mouth of the wicked man. This is the wicked man who's walked into the vineyard and stolen your grapes, and we just let him die. That's what Rabbi Shimon ben uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamaliel thinks about people who wander and steal people's grapes uh, outside the seventh year when they're half so to summarize, we're gonna mark out the vineyards in the fourth year and in previous years, when they're in their fourth year. Okay, let's just learn a few. We've got just a couple of minutes left. Let's just l- learn some of the basic halachot of the Kerim Riva'i, the fourth year vineyard. Kerim Riva'i haya oleil rushalayim, malach yom echad tsar. So if the vineyard was within a day's walk of Jerusalem, you would bring up the fruit to Jerusalem rather than redeeming it. And what, OK, what does that mean? What's the limit? Well, a in the south. Let's come back to that. Akrabat in the north, Lud in the west, the Jordan in the east. Well, we know Jordan. We know that's more or less a day's walk from Jerusalem. And we know Lud, by the way, in the west. It's sort of near the airport it's not it's it's not going to be that far away from the modern town of lud that's also a day's walk acrobat i don't know where it is if you look it up in jastro jastro just says well it just quotes our mission and says well it's a day's walk north of jerusalem so i don't know where acrobat is elat elat the modern elat is clearly not a day's walk from jerusalem and the mishnah here seems to be talking about some other place that is a day's walk it's not talking about a lap that we know right by the Red Sea so we got a day's walk we if it's within a day's walk we're going to bring it into Jerusalem just like Maser Sheni right we can see now why this subject fits neatly on the end of the Maser Ma Sheni we're going to bring it into Jerusalem we're going to eat it there otherwise we're going to redeem it well what if we got too much what if what if people have too much food or maybe they can't bring it all up? When there, it turned out, there were many 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 much too much produce. They made a takana that even right onto the even if your vineyard was right on the edge of the wall, you could redeem it. But they did put a condition. That whenever it was so desired. Uh, that They made a condition that, if you like, this takana could be reversed. When they made the takana, when they made the ruling, they made it possible to be reversed. And Rabbi Yossi says, this comes back to what, some of our discussion yesterday about the te- about before and after the destruction of the temple. Rabbi Yossi says, This condition was made after the temple was destroyed the condition was in other words they made, they, after the temple was destroyed the markets in Jerusalem were full of invaders it wasn't Jerusalem wasn't operating at the, in the same way it just wasn't practical to bring all these fruits to Jerusalem in the same way but they did make a condition that when the temple was rebuilt again the condition could be reversed so that's the brief picture for Kerem Ruvai and then we will find out Kerem Ruvai and then we'll find out more about it tomorrow and indeed we're going to carry on this subject over the whole of the next week this is a long chapter the fifth chapter of the um, it's a long chapter, the fifth chapter of Master Cheney. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah podcast with Benedict.